You're listening to the 1% Factor Podcast with Coach Shakina, where I talk about how small changes and insights can have the greatest impact over time. Whether it's in life or business, you'll learn principles and strategies that when implemented will help you grow your business and design a lifestyle that's in alignment with who you are and fuels your purpose, passion, and vision. Today, I want to talk a little bit about dealing with burnout. And I always find this an interesting topic because as new entrepreneurs, we don't really stop (laughs) for anything. And especially if we have a new idea or a project that we want to implement, we tend to just jump headfirst without giving thought to anything else. And there is, in the beginning, there's always a period of great momentum. But, you know, we don't believe in breaks. We are we are passion-led and purpose-driven, and that can lead to burnout. And especially because we don't leave room for anything else. You know, there's that feeling of being mentally exhausted and, and stressed out and overwhelmed and that feeling that you're constantly working just to feel like you're not making a dent in any of it. And that can really get to you. You know, there's also that feeling of being overwhelmed by what you're trying to accomplish. You know, a feeling like you've lost your purpose or that thing that once drove you to start the journey in the first place. And in the busyness of starting or growing a business, we tend to forget that we're human, right? And that humanity requires rest. We think we have to respond to every email, every message that comes across our desk. We think we have to be on every single call, every moment of the day, and that we have to answer everything immediately. You know, even if you're providing extraordinary service to your customer, that doesn't mean you have to be on all the time. You know, the work isn't going anywhere. It'll be there when you get back. Trust me, (laughs) it'll be there. You know, you're still going to have your emails and calls to get to, but before you do that, you need to take time for yourself as well as, you know, making sure that your systems are right too, right? There are plenty of people out there who think that if they don't take a day off of work, if they don't answer some of the emails or calls coming their way, that they actually return to a ton of uh, emails or calls. You know, I get that. I totally completely understand that. And I've been there at times, right? But if you're one of those people, then some of your systems are fundamentally broken. And I'll cover in in just a minute or two um, how to fix some of those systems, what you can do to at least start fixing those systems. Now, as a new business owner, you are wearing all of the hats here, (laughs) right? You are the bookkeeper, the accountant, marketing manager, let's see, Uh, legal department, sales team, lead generator, web design, copywriter, and anything else you can think of. Like the list gets huge, right? Especially as a business is one. But you're only capable of doing so much in a certain period of time. So the first thing that I wanted to cover is setting boundaries, right? And this is a huge one for a lot of people. Um, I am a firm believer that you teach others how to treat you. So if you answer phone calls and emails at all hours of the day and night, then your clients won't have a problem contacting you at all hours of the night, right? You have to set the boundaries between you and your client. If your working hours are between nine to three or four to seven or whatever it is that you've you've set it to, then that is what your client needs to know and understand. 
But it also means that you have to keep the keep to the boundaries you create. This is something that you should address at the beginning of your working relationship and onboarding system. So if you have a welcome packet or something similar that you send to clients prior to working together, you know, make sure your office phone and email hours are all spelled out for them. You may even want to have them sign off on it or a specific section that they acknowledge what those hours are. It depends on your system, but either way, just make sure you address it early so you don't have to address it later. And the second thing is, you know, um, hire a virtual assistant when you can afford to do it. A virtual assistant can do some of those things that you don't have time for. They are gems. You hear me? (laughs) Absolute gems when you find the right one. Now, if you already have a few clients that you're already uh, working with, that VA can do the administrative work that you can't get to, right? Or don't want to get to. And that could include anything else you give that person. So it could include social media marketing, editing your website, um, scheduling clients, or some something else that just completely stresses you out or overwhelms you, right? Either way, when you do hire an assistant, make sure that you are specific on what you want your VA to do. Give them a list of things that they're responsible for. Um, and if you have already documented systems or some of those repeatable systems, just make sure they understand the process. And if you're new or just starting out and you don't have uh, documented systems, then you need to start uh, recording some of those repeatable systems, right? Um, And these could include responding to client inquiries, engaging with your Facebook group, uh, or even creating some of your marketing materials, which is huge for, you know, new entrepreneurs. Uh, whatever it is, just make sure both you and them have an understanding of what is respons- of, of who is responsible for what, and make sure there's an understanding between the both of you. Now, you can find some really good virtual assistants on Fiverr.com. Um, I've used the platform many times for a lot of different reasons, but um, they definitely have some good gems out there. So head over there when you can. And finally, um, take some time out for yourself. You know, as much as we want to be passionate about pursuing our purpose and serving others, uh, we need to be just as passionate about our downtime. <laughs> like, I, I I, say it jokingly, but in all seriousness, there is a reason why taking time for yourself is important. You know, and I've been there, so it it allows us to rest, to relax and, and uh, detox from work right? Find a happy something that is not work-related. Anything, just something, right? Like burnout is a very serious thing that could lead to depression, you know, high anxiety and a lot of other mental illnesses and, and physical exhaustion that, you know, the business world doesn't talk about, especially for new entrepreneurs or solo business owners, right? You know, this is specifically about doing something other than work. It, 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 seriously, like, This is where you want to be completely selfish with your time. This isn't about work. This isn't about uh, creating anything for your business. This is specifically about you. Your mental, physical, and spiritual health is important. You know, without that balance, you will not have the energy. You will not have the time, mental bandwidth, or physical capability to enjoy your life, your lifestyle, or your business right? So find 
a hobby or or something that takes you away from work. Get out of the house. I don't know. Exercise. Chill with friends or something. Socially distant, of course. <laughs> okay. Or pick up that hobby you've always wanted to try. Just get creative. Whatever it is, do something. The point, the point is to do something that will get your energy flowing, your creativity juices going, and reignites the passion you first had when you started. So as a recap, to help you deal with burnout, you're going to want to set some boundaries, right? Um, between you and your client and, and office hours and everything else, uh, just start early with that, right? The earlier you have the conversation, you won't have to have it later. Second, hire a virtual assistant when you can, when you can afford it. Um, they can take some of the stress off your shoulders and in your business for all those things that you don't want to get to do, <laughs> you know, at, at one point at all. So, and finally, uh, take some time out for yourself. You know, you need that balance in order to move forward with your business and your life. You need to be happy, healthy, and smiling. And that wraps up another episode of the 1% Factor Podcast. If you'd like to experience more of this and want to learn how to build a calm, intentional, and impactful business outside of the hustle culture society you live in, go to thefocusceo.co forward slash 1%.